Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. So I'm asking for a redo. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a redo. I did this thing yesterday where I rambled on about a whole bunch of stuff. And, and, I, and, I, and I don't really want to do that. I want to, I want to, but I didn't know. Like sometimes I don't know, you know. I don't really know what the point is until the very end, but I want to read you of this, the point of life. You know, I've, I've thought about it a lot for years, as long as I can remember. And I'm wondering, you know, just like, what, what the actual hell are we doing here? Like, what are we doing here? I mean, it's so weird if you really think about it. Like, we're, we're on a planet in space. <laughs> it's so weird. We're on a planet. We live on a planet. We that that moves in space that is in constant rotation <laughs> around rotation. I mean, like it's like rotating around. I, I mean, it's just bizarre. Like we have a moon, we have a sun, we got other planets in our solar system. I mean, like, like, think about how, like, truly bizarre that is. Like, what are we doing here? And then, and then, like, and then this whole idea, like, that we're born here. Okay, so our mom and dad, you know, conceive a child, you know, and inside our mother's womb. And then a baby grows, and then... To one degree or another, a woman goes through a ginormous amount of pain and births a baby. Because birthing a baby is not an easy thing. I've done it. <laughs> and then the care of the baby. The care of that baby. You know, it's, it's like an unbelievably like crazy task. Um, just keeping the baby alive, you know? Like, that's where you learn, like, this idea of, of, like, selflessness, <laughs> unconditional love for this, this being. I'm not even going to say that I think all people always love their children, because I don't, but, I, I mean, I, I say that bold statement, because I actually believe it. Um, but... <laughs> But, you know, and just this whole idea, like, we form these families and, and, um, which I think is all biological. Like, it's so bizarre, like, when you think about it. So, 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 okay, so let's just talk about, like, like, all the, the bodily functions that go on in the act of conceiving a child, and birth, and then when a mother has a baby, the bonding hormones that are going on in her body and the baby's body when, when the baby is pressed up against her chest, when she's nursing, when she's feeding her baby. I think it happens with dads too. When, when his baby is pressed against himself or when he's feeding his baby a bottle and he's looking at, in the, the eyes of his baby and talking to 
to this little being that can't necessarily talk back, but you know there's a connection. You kind of like each other a bit, right? <laughs> there's all these weird, weird hormones going on in the brain, and it's all in the name of bonding. It's like we're here to bond. So we come here and we, we, we bond and, you know, in the whole act of sex and kissing and touching and hugging and, you know, holding hands and all of that, this bonding is going on in conversations and, and, and staying together. Because honestly, I mean, the truth is we are stronger together. That's a term I've been seeing around a lot lately. We are stronger together. When, when we form these, these bonds of friendship and family and community. And, and sometimes, like, it is in a work situation. Like, we work better when we work together when we're in a situation that is like like what we would perceive of as work. And just the bonding that goes on in that, you know, like over the last few weeks, I like the last two weeks I've started this new position and it's all been like this training stuff, but I sat in on a, on a group I'm sitting there and then the therapist had left a couple of times and then left me with these, these people. And I'm sitting there and I'm listening and they're bonding and they're talking and they're laughing and they're silly and they're acting crazy and they're eating, they're eating like garbage. It was just so funny. Like at one point, one of the one of the these young people pulls out this bag of 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 snacks snacks are a big thing with this group because she pulls out this bag of snacks and she like tosses it on the table (laughs) and and she says yeah sometimes my mom goes through the pantry and then she says she goes here take these to your weird friends (laughs) I laughed so hard. I thought that was hilarious. Me not knowing, like, do I laugh yet? You know, because I really don't know anybody. Nobody knows me, and I don't know them, really. But it's very, very bonding, this idea of being in a group. So I don't believe that we are meant to be here alone. We aren't. In fact, we, we couldn't survive if, you know, babies in the who are left to their own devices expire. I'm not sure how long. You know, it would take for a baby to just die, you know, if nobody cares for it. Um, but it's a horrible thought, isn't it? And then the outcomes, the outcomes for children based on the environment that they are born into. Like just a, a genetics aside, the outcomes 
for children who are born into families where they are wanted as as compared to being born into families where they're not necessarily wanted or maybe not wanted. And the outcome of that are parents with different IQs, parents with different um, ideas about things. It's like, I'm not even going to, tr- I'm not even going to say like the, my children, like that I was somehow the superior parent. But I did say to my, 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 I was shopping with my daughter yesterday and, and I said, you know, you, you did have a pretty good life. And, and she was just like, yeah, it, you know, I mean, like, it's not like it's perfect. It's not like we were a perfect family, but like all in all, she, she's had a pretty good life with, you know, at the very, very least a mother who was very present and who had a pretty constant stream of positivity toward her and care up until yesterday, making sure that she has enough because she's going to PA school next week. She's going to be a physician's assistant. So I wanted to get her some, some shoes that she could just throw away in six months. She's like, I'll, I'll just wear these ones I have now, Mom. It's like they have holes in them. I'm like, you're not going to PA school with holes in your shoes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is forbidden. <laughs> and so, you no, know, and that's one thing. And and honestly, my, my children on my on my side, they grew up, grew up in poverty. We we we, I mean, it wasn't extreme, extreme poverty, but they grew up in poverty. I, I, I was heavily into debt because there were times, especially like, strangely enough, like with the price of gas, um, the price of gas was really significant to me when I was a single working mom. It's like, these are things that people don't, don't always have to think about, but like, my my livelihood depended on me driving all kinds of places. And so when I'm having to fill my tank, you know, three times in a week, that's a, you know, what, if it's even $40 a, a time or even 30, you know, that's $90. That's, that's groceries. So there were times where I had to make hard choices and I, and I just, went heavily into debt and I knew someday I would pay it off and I just wasn't going to worry about it. You know, but I had like friends say, you know, I'm not going to concern myself with the price of gas. I'm like, well, you know what? You're, you're very, then you are doing very well in life. If you are not thinking about the price of gas whatsoever, (laughs) you're, you're, you're doing a okay friend. Like, I don't think people understand how well they're doing. If, if, they don't really think about things like that. <clears throat> anyway, how did I get here? <laughs> Just how how strange and and the outcomes of 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 poverty. 
on on a child. And luckily, luckily, I had a credit card to go in debt with. A lot of people, they don't have that option, so they just go without. I mean, it's craft and macaroni and cheese for a while till the next paycheck. <clears throat> so I know this is like Debbie Downer here, so I'm gonna like kind of kind of change change here. Because to the positive, that was so sustaining for me was having my children. If I had not had my children, I don't know what would have happened to me. I really don't because they, they, I had something that I was very, very bonded to in my life. And so, and they really did. We had this like really sweet family. We used to have like Friday night movie night and I would, I would either bring home a pizza from our favorite pizza place that had like these, that that had this wood burning fire that a lot of times I put on a credit card. (laughs) I just have to say that. Um, We would watch movies. We would like rent movies out of the red box, you know, at, at the fries down the street. And, or we would play games. My children would force me to play games. I'm not a big game player. I really don't enjoy it that much, but okay, I'll do it because you guys like it. And then I enjoy it. But, um, and then, um, we, we, just did a lot together. Like, I mean, and then my, my youngest was involved in soccer. I mean, there's a whole other bonding thing. The bottom line is what I'm really trying, the point I'm trying to make (laughs) is that in all of this, like discovery and this thought and, you know, my philosophy and everything. And what I realized is that is that it's just about living. Like some people want to say we're here, you know, to, it's like, this is some kind of purgatory. And like some people want to say we're here to learn lessons. Some people, some people want to say we're here to either accept Jesus or not accept Jesus and go to heaven or hell. Some people like, like people just want to say all this stuff, you know, so I make this like, like somewhat bold statement that, I really believe that we're just here to experience life. I do. I really believe that. Like, I don't believe that we're here about learning lessons. You know, like, so if God is loving, as I believe that God is the essence of love, everything that is love is God. So I believe then why would we come here just to learn lessons? Okay, so you're going to go down to earth and learn. These are the lessons you're going to learn. <laughs> like some of this stuff just doesn't make sense to me. It it doesn't, and it doesn't coincide really with how life has been. Not that I haven't learned lessons in the process, because I have. I've, I've learned a lot and I will continue to. But 
I mean, that's a, as a part of life, but not as a con- contingency of life, not as we are here for that reason. It may be just a consequence of the reason of just living. Because when you're living, you just learn stuff. You learn what works, you learn what doesn't work. Okay, so since I'm on that path, I'm learning that there is this universal law that about how things actually come in to our physicality. Like before, I thought I was just in the stream of life. I'm just, it's just happening to me. There is this, there is this, this stream of life that is outside of me and it's just happening to me. I'm just part of it and I'm dependent on it to, for, you know, whatever path I'm supposed to take. And I'm, and I'm, an, I'm also kind of a victim to it. Like I, I don't have any power in it. I have to ask this, I have to succumb to this higher power in order to, to do, do anything. And, and in addition, and what I actually want is superfluous. Like it's God's will. Thy will be done. God's will be done. And whatever my will is, is is like, maybe God wants that, maybe God doesn't. I just trust in God for my life. And I do believe, I mean, and I, and I hope these don't, aren't just like completely, not possibly both. Okay, so what ended up happening was, was okay, that I would, before I had this life change four years ago, I, I started to like wonder about that. And I would say, I would say, tell me the path. And then I would hear the words, make up your own damn mind, which is actually from the matrix. So I think that's kind of funny that I would, my consciousness would take on this <laughs> phrase from the matrix. <laughs> It's just silly, but it's true. Okay, so then I started to realize, okay, so I have to decide what it is that I want. Um, and then in the, in the interim of all of this, I started to have like all these really weird things happening. Like honestly, like just bizarre things started happening. They were pretty sporadic at this time though. I have to tell you, in the sense that, like, I would look up at the clock at 11.11 or the 11 on 8.11, Uh, I was seeing 11s a lot. Or I would go to my favorite pub and the total would be 11.11, which is weird. That's weird. Like, how is that even, like, I had to have ordered the exact... I mean, you, friends, I, I, I hope that we can agree that that's bizarre. So I started to, like, wonder what is happening here. And then, like, as time dates were kind of weird, um, names were weird, there were these images, just this started to come on, like, 
pretty slowly. But then four years ago, I had the massive realization of these things that had been said to me that I did not understand, which happens to me a lot. I did not understand until I started to kind of experience it that I am actually responsible for my reality in the sense that we create our reality by our beliefs and our thoughts, our thoughts that become a belief when we keep believing them. And so so I had to understand, I came to this understanding, oh my God, I create my reality, which like some people would think, oh wow, how free. Oh my God, that's wonderful. That didn't happen for me. I was just like, holy crap, what? What? You gotta be kidding me. That means that I ha- I'm responsible. That means I have to, I have to change my thoughts and my core beliefs if I want to have my dream life. I mean, and as opposed to that, I can. Okay, so if I change my, my thoughts and my core beliefs, I can change my life. Okay, which is a totally different thing. And so, and so this is, this is, there is still a surrender in this, but, but, but we are in some ways the, that our reality is coming from us, not, not the opposite. So we are kind of the director of this of this thing called our life this movie called our life we are the director we are directing it as opposed to just watching it on the screen and so and so it and, and then the reality the reality kind of bends to our thoughts and so i have been attempting to master this i am in i am in I am practicing this and learning how to master this. So I want to give you one example. So I think the last event that I went to, I I have a really hard time in large groups of people. When I go to these events, there's like thousands of people. There's a whole lot of people. Okay, so... I'm I'm standing in the line. There were all of these um, pictures of this like juice, like, but it wasn't a normal juice. It was like very, very special. And the lady who had put it there had talked about, this is so crazy, about how they have these beehives on the top of their, of their um, building. They have their own beehives and, and this juice had that, that honey in it. And it had like all, it was like green, I think, um, this juice. And I, and I wanted to get in line and I'm in line. And, I, and when I'm in these groups, I, I'm, the, I, I'm getting this overwhelming feeling of, of like com- competition. So I'm getting in this, these like, and I'm, and I get really like nervous, like, you know, 
Um, I mean, this juice didn't really mean the world to me, but I really wanted some of this juice. You know, I wanted some of the honey from their honey. You know, I thought that was really cool. So I'm, 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 I'm standing in the line and I'm having this terrible lack mentality going on. And then I said, no, I said, there's plenty. There's plenty. There's plenty. And as soon as I changed my thought on that, the person behind me, she goes here and she just, she starts handing me these little cups. And I, and I, and I, at first I said, oh no, 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 it's okay. And she said, oh no, she like insisted. As soon as I, I changed my thought to there's plenty, the whole energy changed it was my thought about it that changed everything. So I started to see, like, I had, the, I had the opportunity because I don't believe that this happens the way that it happened for me to many people. Because when I started to understand that, that I create my reality. There was this dial up on all of those weird things like seeing those numbers like 1111. Like it was like somebody like turned the volume, the dial. It was like and all of my senses were heightened and it was it was about 3 months of this and then it got better. And I don't know if it got better because I got used to it. If the dial went down, if both of those things happened. I don't know why it got better. I, I really don't. And, or maybe I just got used to it. Maybe it's still at the same intensity, but I'm used to it. But when it was first going down, it was incredibly challenging. Um, but I started to learn that I, that I did have an effect on reality. Because... I would I would do things and then almost almost instantaneously something would happen. I would think about somebody and almost instantaneously they would text. Like it was bizarre. So <laughs> So last year I I had gone to actually my first event and this really weird thing happened during the event for me. Um, like, and it was the first time that I had been around like, like, like this ginormous amount of people in sort of an intimate setting in a way, like not sexually and in, in, intimate, but in other ways. Um, and I was having a really hard time because there was this overwhelming feeling of every man for himself and everyone wanting to have the best seat, the best spot, the most space for their, because it was a meditation retreat, everybody wanting to have enough space and everything. And I was, I was being heavily affected by this because for better or worse, I pick up on energy or energies. And actually, I, I think I even pick up on people's thoughts. And so I'm sitting there and I'm not only having like sensations of the room, but I'm also having this energetic like, like offering toward me and pressing on me, 
like and almost this feeling like like I was taking up too much space. <clears throat> and I, this other really funny thing was happening at the same time where like people were walking in with pillows and like like these blow up rafts and like all of this stuff. And I had I didn't have anything. I I didn't even know to bring like anything. So I started to br- I brought the towel from my Airbnb. And I was meditating on this towel from the Airbnb. So you can imagine, like, I wasn't taking very much space, but I had this perception that I was, that I believe was coming from the people around me. I wasn't taking too much space. They just wanted to make sure that they had enough space. Well, so I left my, my the not my towel, the towel from the Airbnb on my chair. And strangely enough, I came back from like break and I couldn't find it. So I don't, I, I, it's gone. I I don't know where it is and, and there's no seat. Like there's nowhere for me to sit and I'm, I'm kind of freaking out because there's, you know, I mean, there's over a thousand people in this room and there's nowhere for me to, and I'm kind of freaking out. So I go to one of the people there and she gives me a chair and I put this chair in this certain spot. And then, and then like while the lecture is going on, and this is another thing is I just kind of hate attention on me. Um, this man behind me says, you can't sit there. Like during the lecture and then like, and then all of a sudden, like it felt like a spotlight on me and everybody was staring at me because I'm having this conversation with this guy. And I said, well, what is your suggestion? And he said, well, there's a seat right here in between us. So the next thing I know, I'm sitting in between these two people. (laughs) This is really cool how this turns out too. So I'm sitting between these two men, like big men, not little men, like big men just little me. <clears throat> and I'm sitting there, I'm trying to focus and I, and I can't even focus on what's being talked about. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, okay, how did I create this? <clears throat> but what ended up happening was when we went into the actual, there was like this slight break. And one of my best friends that I had met there comes running up to me and she says, look, we have a seat up front. I have an extra seat by me up front so I end up being in like the front front like front like the front row like the way front front it was like the coolest thing ever okay so so this thing ends and I and I by the time that I'm done with this thing I'm I'm completely wiped I can't even describe how like wiped out I am and I'm I'm like sweaty and I'm stinky and I'm, I'm, I mean, I just, I, I got I had to get out of there. I just had to, I couldn't stay another minute. So I ran back to my Airbnb and I didn't come back cause you could go and you could have a meal and everything. And I didn't do that. And I, I went back to my, and I, I kind of collapsed on the, on, on the bed and I think I slept for a few minutes. Then I ran, I took a shower then I, I'm starving. I'm like really hungry. So I go and I, and I, um, I get a, a, a lift to take me over to natural groceries. So I'm, I go to the natural groceries and all of a sudden, 
Oh, I had told my friend that I couldn't find this towel. I told my friends about this incident and what had happened and I couldn't find the towel. The towel wasn't the biggest deal in the world, but I was like, you know, I, I'm probably going to have to pay for it, which wasn't, it was more about somebody taking the towel and taking my chair than anything. That somebody would like take my, like, that really bothered me. And and part of the reason why that bothered me was that I had this like image that these people would would be more evolved than that. That they would be more involved than, than like, you know, if I had the seat set aside for me. Because um, a lot of times I would be one of these people that would be waiting for an hour for the doors to open. To like get a seat. And, and I'm not one of the kind that would like run or do anything like that. But I mean, I, I was like thoughtful about this. So I was really bothered that somebody would would take my seat and the towel. And then I did went I go I went I could not find it. I went to like lost and found. I couldn't find it and this yada yada yada. Anyway, so I'm over at Natural Grocers and all of a sudden my friend um that I had met, she sends me this text and she says, "Is this your towel?" The towel that you were talking about. And I said, "Yes." And she goes, okay, well, I'm going to hold on to it and I'll be here for this amount of time because my cousin's coming to get me. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm sitting there and I called a, a, um, a lift to come. And then it was like 20 minutes out. So I'm sitting here and I, I just think, can, is there any way to get a lift sooner? And ding on my phone. It says, okay, we've gotten you a different lift. We've found you a different lift. So, I mean, this is like totally bizarre, isn't it? Like that she would have found the towel and then I had this lift and then it didn't work. And we found you another lift. We'll be there in two minutes. I get in the, the this lift, takes me. I, I get to see my friend. Um, actually, for the last time, it was... Um, it was quite interesting. I, I had continued a friendship with she and two other women after that event, and she had cancer, and she ended up passing. We're coming up on the on the year anniversary of my mom passing and my friend. Um, <clears throat> anyway, what I'm trying to say is, is that. I've been given so many examples of how when I changed my mind about something or when I, I, I directed in some ways a situation to change, it changed nearly instantaneously within seconds. <clears> how <throat> this other really bizarre thing happened. I know I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, so, um, so like, Two years ago, or it could be three years ago now, I can't keep it all straight. My, the transmission in my car, like, uh, um, just died. I mean, it just died. And there was this whole series of complications, but I, I didn't have the money. I didn't even have the credit to pay for this thing. I didn't. I was just like, oh. And so the, the second 
shop say, oh, we have this thing, these like snap loans. So I look into this snap loan and I'm like, okay. Uh, And this was like, it was like $2,400 for me to get my transmission fixed. So I decide, okay, well, I guess I don't have any other choice. So I'm going to get this snap loan. So as it turns out, on those loans, they go straight into your account and they deduct and they were going to be deducting $400 a month on this loan. And I had three months to pay it off. Okay, three months, that's it. 90 days to pay off that loan or it would double. And I would owe, I would owe $4,800 instead of twenty four. Hundred percent. So, so when when the loan actually goes through, I'm I'm like I'll never forget. I'm sitting in my car and I have this like complete like freak out. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, what am I gonna do? But, and then I I decide, okay, you know what? I'm hungry, so I go over and I. I get it. I was over at Chipotle and I got like three fish tacos, shrimp tacos or something. <laughs> and I just sat there and ate and I just, I was like, I don't know how it's going to work out. I have no idea how this is going to work out. I just know it is. So what ends up happening is, is that then January, because so that was in it was in December, and then in January, because I remember the first payment of two hundred was on Christmas Day. I'll never forget that. And they did; they sucked two hundred dollars out of my account on Christmas Day. <laughs> I thought that was so interesting. So then I end up, I end up like so the next year. Okay, so I do my taxes, and I end. It ends up that I'm going to get plenty of money, and I will be able to cover this thing. And by this time, I had already paid. If it's $400 a month, you can imagine I'd already paid, you know, 400, 800, 1200. I'd already paid off half of it. What ended up happening was that for some reason, my tax money wasn't just going into my account. And I was kind of freaking out. I'm like, and then this was getting down to the wire, my friends. I mean, it really was. <clears throat> and I'm sitting there and I'm like, God, you know, I just don't even know what to do here. Um, but what ended up happening was I I got this paycheck. So I get this paycheck and I decide, okay, I have to use this paycheck to pay this bill. And I may not be able to pay other things. I was like, I may not be able to, I might be laid on my mortgage. I might be laid on other payments, but this one is more important. And I just trusted. So I call up the guy and I pay off that loan. No sooner do I pay off the loan that I get a notification on my phone that the tax money will be in by like in like five days. Like I'm I'm talking like from me paying off the loan to the ding on my phone was like almost instantaneous. <clears throat> so this is what I've learned. 
<clears throat> and I, I'm actually having this really strange realization right as I'm as I'm speaking about this because I don't know that it's actually and or. Because <laughs> I mean, there appears to be some kind of stream of life because you have everybody who is collectively like living. We're all just on this planet and this awareness and this time and this space, this reality, this like what we're seeing and perceiving, even though everybody's seeing and perceiving and feeling and their timelines and everything is different. But somehow we do somehow like have almost this this effect of of doing this together um but what i realized was that i don't know how else to word this but like the real the miraculous was actual reality and what we perceive to be reality is not that that was was more real that the the me paying that bill and having the notification was more real the my friend texting me to let me know that the towel was there and then the new i mean these things are so bizarre that they cannot be random i have so many things happen like this that it cannot be random that i am affecting my reality I know that I affect my reality. I know it. I know it as sure as I'm sitting here. So that is why I do not understand why there are some things that don't come into my reality. That's why I don't understand. Like, I mean, I actually, there were these two things that I wanted to manifest, just two and one of them is in my physicality. Bam, all of a sudden, bam, there it is. And so, and so I don't understand why this other thing isn't my in my physicality either. I don't understand it. So, I have practiced to a point where I know that I create my reality because of the gazillion times that these weird events, I could tell, I could talk about this for hours. The amount of times that these miraculous things happen. I had talked, I'm just going to say this briefly. I know I'm running out of time on this. I had sent Mama Todd, I, I got these shoes yesterday. I'd sent her this and I don't know if she'll ever even get them, but it was like nothing short of a miracle. Her son, they had they had found this this bluebird feather, and then he had passed away. What I didn't say was that I had learned that she had put a bluebird, this bluebird feather, into her son's hand in his casket. Bluebird feathers were very, very, very significant to her. I send her, I decide to do this, stitch this TikTok because she asked us to do that about shoes. So I stitched this TikTok and I, and it has all the stuffing in it. The shoe has all the stuffing in it. And then later in the day, I take out the stuffing and damned if there isn't a 
a bluebird, like a feather in, in like stamped on the inside of the shoe. That's crazy. And I have stuff like this happen like all the time. So what I'm trying to say is that like, I don't know, it is, it's rigged. The system is totally rigged. It's completely rigged. <laughs> it is. It's rigged. And so when we know that it's rigged, then we have the power to, to figure this thing out, to think a different thought, to think, okay, there's plenty. And then there's plenty. This is going to work out. I don't know how. It works out. This amount of money is going to come into my account. And it does. It's just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And so in summary, I really feel like my belief is that the meaning of life is the living it. And now, even more so, the meaning of life is creating it. Is creating it. And so I'm in the active stages of doing that. I mean, I do that all day, every day. I'm working on these, on this. Anyway, again, I appreciate you all so much for, for listening. <laughs> and I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.